Hello, this is Kruti. And this is Shruti. Welcome to Sarthika. Welcome friends, our companions in journey. To those who are new, Sarthika is a Sanskrit word which means companion in journey. And I'm so glad you're here. Kruti is excited that you're all here with us. So Kruti, last week you, you gave us amazing information on our doshas and prakriti. And it truly made me think about my dosha. Not just how I'm spending my day, but also how I'm starting and ending my day. And I've started making some new shifts and all the information you provided, I'm trying to incorporate that in my daily routine. And I really am so grateful to you, Kruti, for that education. You're welcome. And as I had mentioned, you can reach out to me at my website, krutitakur.com. So Shruti, tell me how you started the day and ended your day before you made the changes. And so, hey, also, uh, how was oh, your symposium? Sorry, sorry. Oh, Kruti, thanks for asking. That was fantastic. We had a great turnout. I was presenting at the YWCA symposium uh, on my theory that I have been working on. It's a prevention tool for mental health and well-being. And I used the yoga philosophy and the Vedic philosophy for that uh, theory. Uh, it's called the Manasa theory. And I would certainly talk about it in my future podcast. But thank you for asking. And about your other question about my changes that I'm making. Um, so I used to drink warm water uh, every morning. But after what you mentioned uh, about the lemon juice, I have started adding that to my warm water. I do like it. It, it definitely adds to, it's doing some good things, I'm, I'm sure. And then I like doing my, uh, my meditation in the morning as well as before bedtime. So meditation in the morning helps me start, get started for my day. I kind of think about, so instead of rushing in the morning, I take a few moments to myself. I think about what I'm going to do today, what I want to accomplish in my day, uh, not just in my professional or work, but also in my personal uh, kind of life, what I would like to accomplish. And I also think about what am I, what am I going to cook today? So that, and then I, it kind of organizes my, it provides certain organization in my mind about my day. And I really like that. And now, you know, you might ask, like, because traditionally we meditate and we are told that we have to empty our minds and not think about anything, just focus on one thing. And what am I doing? Is this meditation? And yes, it is meditation. And according to the Vedic knowledge, our brain is has two, has, sorry, four levels. And they are called mana, buddhi, chitta, and ahankar. So the first one, mana, means mind, where we store thoughts and we have thoughts. In, in the second one, buddhi, buddhi is the intellect, where we analyze and make decisions. Chitta is a place where we keep all of our past information that we have received as we are growing up uh, and our past experiences. And so today we are just going to focus on the first three, the mind, the intellect, and the chitta. And our mind is where we have thoughts. So the mind without thoughts is an impossible goal. Have you ever had your mind without thoughts? Have you ever experienced that, Kruti? No, it's slowed down sometimes, but you can't just have blank mind. 
true true that there you go and then our intellect intellect is the level where we analyze the information we receive through our senses and make decisions and chitta is where we store experiences our attachments our stereotypes and our interpretations of our experiences so when we meditate we think about okay i'm going to sit here i'm going to calm down my mind and just focus on nothing that's not going to happen so and i'm going to talk more about that but before i go into that i'm going to talk about a comfortable position for meditation so what we want to do when we meditate is we want to keep our spine tall and straight so the air can pass in and out without any obstructions and if we are comfortable to keep our eyes closed now this is a traditional pose for meditation and meditation has many advantages and one of the advantages of meditation is mindfulness now we hear about mindfulness a lot in our contemporary society what is mindfulness so mindfulness is an awareness it's a state of mind that keeps us in the present time so our decisions in a situation how we react to a situation they are all these are all informed by our past experiences and mindfulness makes us aware it gives us an insight into our actions so mindfulness is achieved through meditation so how do you know that your meditation is working for you the way, one way you know is that whatever you're doing your actions you are present in that moment it's sometimes many times you'll find that you're working on something but your thoughts are somewhere else now that is not mindfulness and with meditation you can achieve that mindfulness so i want to talk a little bit about yoga science and yoga is a science mm-hmm. yoga science has eight parts to it and you agree with that right kriti yeah so yoga science has eight parts to it yama niyama asana pranayama pratyahar dhyan dharana and samadhi meditation is one of the eight components of this yoga science and we are very familiar with the physical component which we called asana or the yoga postures and here my sarthikas we will go on a journey of yoga philosophy in future podcast but today we are just focusing on meditation component so our contemporary mind and the reason i'm saying contemporary mind is because in this contemporary society we are engaged in multitasking thanks to our modern lifestyle we have to be everywhere not physically when i say everywhere but i'm referring to a social media i'm referring to emails smartphones our need to know it all and not miss out on anything and how many likes do i have on my new post today in my facebook and my instagram and has anybody replied to me on my tiktok or my twitter and we have to comment on everything so we hardly disconnect from the outside world and so this is our contemporary mind and our contemporary society so meditation becomes so um, useful and so needed in in this day and age kruti do you agree with me kruti i totally agree with you shruti yes and how are we doing this it's almost like if i do not respond in a timely fashion the world will stop functioning what has happened to most of us due to this 
we have forgotten how to focus on one task. So next time you're working on something, Kruti, I want you to be mindful that are you thinking about something else when you're working on one thing? And then bring that insight into your routine life. Are your thoughts 100% focused on the task on hand? Are you thinking about what is next and what else you have to accomplish today? So meditation is important in bringing mindfulness to our daily task. So how do we do meditation, right? Like we have a traditional pose where we can sit and we can breathe in and out, um, try to focus on something. Um, again, I would like to tell my sarthikas that the traditional pose is not the only way to sit and do meditation. And I know, Kruti, you earlier, you had some questions for me about that. Um, thanks for that great tip, Shruti. I'm going to keep in mind uh, to be mindful going forward whenever I perform any task. So if somebody is not able to sit in traditional pose, what options do they have? That's a great question. So one can sit on the floor or in a chair. When you are sitting on a chair, it's important to keep your feet connected to Mother Earth. Because when you are sitting on the floor, you are already connected to Earth. Um, because what Mother Earth does is that it, she grounds us. We need grounding when we are meditating, right? So that helps us um, focused, being focused. Now, if you have trouble sitting up, or you can lie down on the floor in a comfortable position such that your breath can flow without restriction or any obstruction. And then you want to decide one thing that you want to focus on and close your eyes if you're comfortable. And in the beginning or even in an advanced practice of meditation, one can focus on one's breath during meditation. So you don't have to focus on an object, Kruti. You can just think about breathing that is your breath going in all the way and as you breathe out you're completely breathing out so and then if you're just beginning to meditate you can start with a short amount of time as little as two minutes and then slowly increase your time as weeks go by as you become more familiar with the technique and usually it's a good practice to devote a particular time in your daily routine for meditation so I would really encourage that for our sarthikas to find a time like for example it could be before you go to work it could be after your work it could be you want to take like a five minute break at work and do a meditation um, that works really well I, I do that many times you know um, and it, meditation doesn't have to be only once in a day it can be several times in a day right Mm -hmm. So is there a particular time which is considered to be the best time for meditation? Well, traditionally early mornings, as per the Vedic teachings, um, that they say that it's the most beneficial time because our mind is quieter, our surrounding is quiet and there are less interruptions. As people wake up, then there are phone calls and the families around and people want to connect with you. Um, and then your mind is rushing, like, oh, I have to get here somewhere. I have to be out of my home at 8 a.m. Or I have to be in a meeting by 8.30. And so it's hard to just sit in peace and quiet and meditate. So you want to give yourself 
this treat of meditation. It, it, it is a treat to yourself. Think about it that way that you're nurturing yourself with meditation. So find a day, a time in your day where there are no interruptions. And any time of the day is good for meditation. Most important for me is to maintain a routine. If you have never spent that time with your that time with your own mind, focusing on yourself, then in the beginning it might be hard. Because we are not if we are not used to it, it might feel awkward. Like what am I doing? And it's amazing that when we practice meditation, many thoughts will start coming to our mind because we remember, you know, have I have experienced that myself, that when I started meditation, all these thoughts were rushing to my mind because I was never used to sit by myself and spend time with my own mind. And I started remembering things from way before that I've never thought about. And then we start thinking about things from the past and what's going to happen in the future. So you want to be kind to yourself and gently bring your mind back to the present and just focus on your breath. And another thing to be mindful about is that you don't want to sit in meditation with an empty stomach or a full stomach. Because what happens then? With an empty stomach, your mind will keep going to the food. And you'll think about, oh, I'm hungry. What am I going to eat today? What's in the mm-hmm. fridge? And what's cooking today? And if you're full, you feel sluggish. Mm-hmm. And your mind will want to kind of calm down and take a nap. So the purpose of meditation is not to fall asleep, okay? Mm-hmm. And so when we are digesting food, our systems are busy working there, and so our mind doesn't get as much blood flow that it needs for functioning. So, I mean, that's another research that we can work on, but it's important that you're not fully, uh, your stomach is not fully empty. At the same time, it's not so full that it does not allow you to meditate to the optimum level. So before we go more into techniques of meditation, I would like to talk about how meditation um, can impact our physical body. Um, There's a lot of research done on this topic. Our nervous system is divided into two parts, sympathetic nervous system and parasympathetic nervous system. Sympathetic nervous system is about fight and flight and parasympathetic nervous system provides calmness. So we have a vagus nerve, which is our 10th cranial nerve that runs through the major organ systems in our body. And this nerve activates our parasympathetic nervous system. So what are the benefits of activating parasympathetic nervous system, Shruti? So when we meditate, our breath and thus our mind and body become calmer which means that our parasympathetic nervous system is activated. And when that is activated, we are calm, our stress levels are low. There's so much research out there that stress impacts our physical body as well as our mental health. And meditation helps with activating our parasympathetic nervous system, so our stress levels are low. Now, this does not mean that sympathetic nervous system is not useful. We need certain level of stress and anxiety to keep us safe. For example, if I forget to carry my mask with me these days, I'll be worried. And, mm-hmm. my, paras- and my sympathetic nervous system will help, will remind me that, hey, get your mask. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So, our, so meditation is useful 
to bring our stress levels down. Um, and so when our stress levels are down, our mental health is better and our physical health is better. So with low stress, we can think better and we mm -hmm. can make better judgment. And I will definitely talk more about that in future sessions. Um, but I do want to talk about mind impacted by seasonal changes. So meditation helps with bringing stability during these times of transition. So right now, like for example, we are transitioning into winter. So we had fall and now we are going into winter and our mind is impacted by that. The bright summer sun and the early nights of winter influences our lifestyle, our emotions and our physical body. And right now we are in winter. So Kruti, my friend, you are an expert. You are our Ayurvedic wellness counselor. And I would love for you to give us some insight and knowledge on how to care for our well-being in this times in the winter. So can you please talk about that in our net, next podcast, Kruti? Sure. So uh, let's discuss that on like we had discussed Dincharya. We can discuss Ritucharya in next podcast. So for now, are we ready to say Namaste? Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that, Kruti. And Namaste to our Sartika, our companions in this journey. Thank you.